Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. Dropping soup. Full show. Joe Harrington coming up 530. Uh, he has to bring his list of the top leaders in Oregon football history. Yeah, you gave him homework, and he, he was did. taking it very seriously. Yeah, he 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 wants it. So let's see what he brings to the table. Like, if you asked me, like, BYU's, like, leader, I'd be like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. That guy, I, some quarterback. I, but I'm, like, the worst guy to ask that. Well, Joey's a very thoughtful guy. Well, and he's he's one of those, like, he's a leader and, and probably wants to, you know, like, he's very much into that, and I, I was just a terrible teammate. Joey like, Blue Skies, baby. Yeah, like, coaches loved him. Coaches hated me. I wasn't leading anyone anywhere, nor did I want, I didn't want to lead, and I didn't want to be led. I just wanted to be left alone, which is not conducive to those sorts of leadership models of which you're speaking of. Well, they'll also be uh, we'll also be talking to Joey about Wildcard Weekend, Tom Brady, and I, I'd like to ask him how uh, the how it plays in the Chargers locker room that Brandon Staley got Mike Williams hurt for no reason. Yeah, that one that one stings a little bit, um, especially if it's a close game or the offense struggles a little bit. You know, you can roll coverage towards Keenan Allen. I mean, it, it's a big difference when those two play together versus one or or both being out. Lisa Marie Presley is dead. Yeah. We remember her in the club. Also, the most unfortunate butt dial. I will tell you about that. By the way, she was a lot younger than I would have thought. Oh, really? I thought I did. I thought she was actually younger than she was. She was what? 50, She's fifty four or fifty four? I don't know why I think of because Priscilla's old. Yeah, and looks old, but like I don't know. They both kind of have that weird like. There's a lot of plastic surgery there, so I assume I that thought Lisa Marie was really hot. Well, back at, yeah, like was, really hot. Well, married to Michael Jackson at one like, point. Really hot. Yeah, well, I don't what know. What was that marriage like? Yeah, that... Well, I don't think it was a real yeah. marriage. I think she also was... married Nick Cage. I do. Oh, yeah. What well, a bingo card. Yeah. That is something. Can you imagine the secrets that she took to the grave, having been married to those two? Is there... Here's the one. Is that the strangest... Yes. Two marriages... Uh, and, and, like, that you could pull off in Hollywood? Oh, it's gotta be. 
I mean, what would be stranger? Well, one, one of the, the, I'd say the top five most insane actors of the last 50 years. And the other one was a gay child molester, like, and arguably the largest pop star since your dad. It's very that, weird. The only thing that would be weirder would be like maybe Gary Busey's ex used to be married to like Danny DeVito or something. Ooh, DeVito doesn't. Busey, you're on to something because Busey would trump Cage, but how do you... So I'll give that advantage, but how, how do you trump, do you Jackson? trump Michael Jackson? Uh, I don't think you do, right? I mean, for pure... I mean, he was Wacko Jacko. It's in the name. You know, she was also <laughs> she was also a Scientologist for a time. Oh, my... Did you know that? Well, no. Yeah. I don't know that much about Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, well, now you do. Interesting. So maybe that is that what leads to maybe Tom. <laughs> it appears was, she was married four times, but on, the other two? only two celebrities. Yeah, well, the the last one, Michael Dean Lockwood, who was a guitarist who uh, played for Fiona Apple among others. Hmm. Carly Simon. I'm not as well. that impressed with that. Well, no, just <laughs> but you know, <laughs> another musical person and another semi celebrity, and then the first person we don't really know. Just some, just some dude. Well, well a, a rando with no Wikipedia links. Elvis's only child, Lisa Marie. Yeah. Dead at the age of 54. Uh, right now, let's get to the hot, very smoking hot, five at five. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Had no idea this was going on, but Buck just informed us. So uh, an assist to Buck on this one. The San Antonio Spurs are setting the NBA single season, uh, sorry, single game attendance record tonight as they host the Warriors at the Alamo Dome. There are over 62,000 people on hand as the Warriors lead by four in the first quarter. Okay, question. Did they give out free tickets? I don't know. Like, why? No offense to San Antonio, but why would... Like, if, if, if we held a... It's a novelty. Yeah, you just tell people, come be part of a record. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe the tickets are discounted because they're not as close. I don't know. Like, we don't have a big arena to, feed, to fit 60,000-plus people, but let's say you put a rando game, Blazers and whoever... And we put that thing in in Austin Stadium. Do we fill it? <laughs> fill it. Sixty. Well, I mean, you can get sixty-five. No. Not so even close. Why are they filling it in San Antonio? Basketball city. I don't I know. Answer. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> We're a basketball city. I have Number nothing. four. I have absolutely nothing. Other than it's probably just a novelty, and everybody's been talking about it, and they've been writing it up. I want to be a part of that. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's still a lot of people to show up to see the 13-win San Antonio Spurs. They had to be like, like tickets had to be like seven, seven cents. Seven cents, yeah. Well, why not just ten cents? <laughs> a couple nickels. The 2022 NFL All-Pro team is out. Not one Seahawk made it. Uh, Niners and Chiefs lead the way with four first-teamers each. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams, the wide receivers. Jefferson and tight end Travis Kelsey uh, both voted in unanimously. Josh Jacobs is the running back. Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Micah Parsons headline the defense, along with Jets rookie Sauce Gardner, who is the first rookie corner selected to the first team uh, all-pro team. 
in 41 years. Both of the first-team corners, because Sertan was the other one. You got a lot of youth there uh, on the defense. And, of course, everyone complains. Like, McCaffrey got snubbed. Miles Garrett was another one of those snubs. Uh, Max Crosby. But, you know, this isn't like the Pro Bowl. There's there's only a first and second team. So being All-Pro is is quite an honor. And every year there's going to be people that, that, that get left out. Yeah, like Max Crosby, I think, was one. Yeah, Crosby had a phenomenal year. Uh, remember Blazers' great... Ennis Cantor Freedom. Yes! He's changed his name. Ennis Cantor Freedom. He's yes. added freedom to his name. Like Meta World Peace. Well, Turkey now has a bounty out for him to huh? the tune of $500,000. Yeah, he's been pretty uh, adamant about talking about what's going on in his country and it's full-on authoritarian regime, but that's a little spooky that you got a, you got a bounty on your head. Yeah, he, uh, he's been added to Turkey's most wanted terrorist list. Uh, because he's been openly critical of the president's human rights abuses there. He claims they added him because his platform is so large and everything he says gets back to them in the media, so they're tired of him. Imagine being considered a terrorist with a death bounty on you simply because you speak ill of your government. Number two. Number two. It's crazy. Wild times out there. Oregon State's leading tackler, Omar Spates, is transferring. He enters the portal with one year of eligibility remaining, and report is he's already got an offer from Texas A&M. Yeah, that stinks a little bit. You know, Oregon State, you know, the, the big fear was uh, Martinez. And we know that a couple Texas schools came after him hard, and he chose to stay. But this is the problem with NIL, a.k.a. pay-for-play, is smaller schools are, are going to get raided. That's just kind of the nature of the beast. Do you see the kid down in Florida that uh, yeah. th- their quarterback? So he recently committed, uh, was it Rashad? Jaden Rashad, I think was his name. Recently committed to Miami. Florida comes through with a $13 million NIL deal. Goes to Florida, apparently gets to Florida, and the NIL deal falls apart. And he's now telling Florida, screw you, I want out of my national letter of intent because you're not delivering on your money. But again, these aren't pay-for-play deals. Yeah, that's a wild one. Uh, Alabama defensive coordinator Pete Golding is leaving the Tide for the same position at Ole Miss. And Georgia loses former five-star linebacker MJ Sherman to the portal. He was originally recruited by Dan Lanning. So be interesting to keep an eye on Oregon and, and his recruitment. That's the same thing that happened to the Birch kid, who was a five-star kid in South Carolina. And Lanning recruited him at Georgia, and he ended up at Oregon. Uh, this kid here, Sherman, uh, he really wasn't playing. He only played 42 snaps this season. Well, it's kind of hard to get on the field sometimes at the Georgias and Alabamas of the world. And number one, Sean McVay tells the Rams he is back as their head coach. He will not leave. Yeah. There are a lot, lot he will of, not leave ever. Until they have another bad year, and then he says, I would like to go somewhere else that's good. <laughs> Mike Williams is out for the Chargers wildcard game tomorrow. He fractured his uh, back, suffered last week in a meaningless loss to Denver. So everybody's raking Brandon Staley over the polls for that. Uh, should they win, he likely uh, will not be ready next week either. I really think that of the teams that, are, that really have something to play for, I mean, I think Dak in Dallas, I think that's a big one for him. I don't know if there's a someone who's, whose career is riding on this quite like Staley's. I think if they lose, it wouldn't shock me if we're looking at uh, another open position in, in, in NFL coaching circles. All right, there is your Hot 5 at 5. Joey Harrington in about 15 minutes. Open Sports Seggy next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, before we get to Joey Harrington, he'll be up in about 12 minutes or so. Um, this is an open seggy. I've got a couple things for you, though. I was looking into that Spurs situation in uh, San Antonio there. How they got 60-plus thousand people to show up for a 12- or 13-win team? Yes, they they said that they have sold 63,592 tickets. And the reason it's a big deal, at least there, is that they used to play in the Alamo Dome, mm-hmm. and this is their first time back there since they since they played. So it's a bit like, I mean, if you want to liken it to the Blazers, it's like when the Blazers go and play over at Memorial Coliseum. I understand that, but could we get 63,000 people to show up to a game if the Coliseum could hold it? They love their Spurs, but I guess... love our Blazers. Well, I think they're making an event out of it, though. So it's like if Bill Walton were coming back and you had some other personalities and you made like an event out of it and kind of a festival... You're still not getting 63,000 people. I'm not saying you would, but I'm saying I think it's more than just the game. Yeah, I agree. And it's it, they said it's also part of their 50th anniversary celebration. So they got a whole thing going on down there. And uh, that, though, is not even close to the largest crowd in NBA history. Did you know that? I'm trying to think of what, like, what they could, they didn't play a game outdoors, right? This is, though, well, let's put it this way it's, it's a bit of a, uh, is it on U.S. soil? Caveat. Um, this game tonight where they're playing the Warriors mm-hmm. with over 63,000 will set the single game attendance mark, but it's not the most people, even close to the most people that have ever watched uh, an NBA game in one place. Hmm. Again, is there is this some sort of weird trick? It's a little, yeah, it's uh, again. It's like a like, dream team thing? No. It was the Olympics? The, it was an all-star game, and they played it in Dallas. Okay. In 2010, they played it at the Cowboys Stadium, one hundred and eight thousand people were there in two thousand and ten. Yes. Do I? Am I? Look, I know I'm an idiot. Am I an extra idiot? Because one, I, I didn't realize that the aquatic center was a pool, not an aquarium, <laughs> and I don't remember the All Star game. Did they make a deal on it? I just don't remember that. I don't remember it either. But that's what they said. Okay. One hundred and eight. I mean. So this game tonight is only the fourth NBA game with an attendance exceeding 50,000. Because we we watched the a playoff game. We watched the national title game at, at Jerry's World. And let me tell you, it's hard enough to see the freaking football field. You imagine what a basketball court looks like in the middle of the thing? Well, it's a bit like the... How many people do they usually get for the NCAA finals, you know? Yeah, they pack Final that thing. Four. And they, I don't know. every year someone takes a photo 
And I think that, by the way, that has been played in the San Antonio, the, the Alamo Dome. Yeah, it has. But they, they always show like some the, the view from the top, the, the top rows, and you just you can't. I don't even know why you would pay to go sit up there. You can't see anything. At least in Jerry's world, you got that damn video board. And when even at the football national title game, you can't help it. You do not watch the field. It's just such a you, you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself because you can actually see what's going on. They put us in the media. We were up in like not the the very very top, but we were in one of the corner like end zones, and we were up there a little bit in the second deck. You could you could not see a whole lot without binoculars, and so you just look up at the damn video board. They're saying that seventy nine thousand two hundred and thirty eight is the most ever for a Final Four game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two thousand fourteen UConn Kentucky. And where was that? They played that game in. Mm-hmm. They played it somewhere. How about that? I don't know. Ah, hell, I can't find it. To hell with it. Somewhere in the U.S. I know for the outdoor classic in the NHL, I'm assuming that they haven't played it a bigger one because they played it at the Big House in Michigan, which is 100,000 plus. And that was Detroit and maybe Toronto that played in that one. And cool little fun fact, uh, I won't be able to get tickets because they'll be a gajillion dollars. Winter Classic next year is coming to Seattle. That's right. It'll be the Kraken and the Golden Knights. And I think it's at Safeco. I don't think it's at Lumen. That's correct. It is at T-Mobile. Yeah, T-Mobile. Sorry. T-Mobile. Which I would 100% get a uh, a, a icy sports you-know-what to go up there and see that. But I think those tickets will probably be very difficult to come by. What's your estimate on what those end up costing? I'll bet you just get in the building. I'll bet you to get in the building. I'm guessing you're because that's one of the more expensive tickets. That's why I haven't gone to see a Kraken's game. Last year they were one of the worst teams in the NHL, and it was the most expensive ticket in hockey. This year the Kraken are actually good, and it's the most expensive ticket in hockey. I'm guessing to get in the door of that, we probably start at 500 bucks. Whoa, damn! You're not going to be able to get your hands on a ticket unless it's a secondary. I was market. thinking two might get you in, but you think 500, huh? Oh, I would. You, I don't know if two will get you into a decent game in the regular season with the Kraken. I didn't realize their their demand was that high up there. That's yes. awesome. Last year it was ridiculous, and this year the Kraken are actually good. So I may be way off, but uh, I'm guessing. Like I'll look and see just what a good game this year uh, against one of the better teams. What you'd have to pay to go see one of those games, and realize that you're going to pay double that to go see it at, at Safeco. Look at the Kraken. That's yeah. awesome. Well, and it's, Seattle's showing out. Well, it's cool because the the Golden Knights, you know, their first year came out like gangbusters, and everyone was like, okay, don't get used to this, Seattle. This is an anomaly, right? You're not going to do this. And Seattle last year stunk it up. And so everyone was like, yeah, okay, so this is more like an expansion team because expansion teams usually aren't very good. Well, lo and behold, you know, you get to the second year, and all of a sudden the Kraken are, are relevant. And they're, what, I think they're second or third in the Pacific. Well, Seattle's really, you know, with uh, the Huskies are good and the Mariners are good yeah. and the Seahawks are in the playoffs and the Kraken. This is like a golden age for Seattle sports fans. Yes, things are looking up in Seattle. And then here in Portland, we got uh, we got the Timbers and that and the Thorns and, and we the got Bla- Blazers, Blazers. And then we got... Um, <sighs> How's that roller derby team doing? <laughs> yeah, what are the... Uh, the what, Rose City the Rollers. The Rose City Rollers. Man, they what could are, party. What are they up to? Yeah. Biggest attendance for a sporting event ever. What do you think? I'm guessing it's some sort of soccer game. Nope. Is it here in the, you're talking here in the States or just 
Ever. Ever? It's not in the States. It's not a, a cricket so, a cricket game, maybe? If you look at sporting venues, the the uh, most like the highest attendance is the is uh Indy five hundred. Oh right. Yeah. Which I've they, been I've been to and it's insane. Yeah, it's three hundred and fifty yeah. thousand people. It's just it's stupid big. You can't there's a golf course in, in, in the yeah. in the in the track. It's silly. But the largest attendance for a sporting event ever is an estimated twelve million. Uh, how do you? Yeah, they packed them in there, didn't they? Yeah. What is that? Uh, that is over a three-week period for the 2012 Tour de France. That doesn't count. I tend to agree with you. That's horse. But breed. it is one sporting event. Yeah, but, but it's, it's a little bit of it's a, over several days, and it's not. It's just spread yeah. out over the countryside. I also right. feel like that's like if you said something that happened at a golf course. Okay, you're sprawling over acres here. You know, what are yeah. we talking about? We're, we're not one confined venue. I hear you, bruh. I hear you. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. <clears throat> Plus, would you want to go to the like Tour de France? Well, you, like you, no. you you stake out one spot. And I mean, then, I want to go to France. Yeah, but then once in a while, like someone scoots by you. Is that you know? Is that is that is that cool? Well, 12 million people thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just it's probably just a big party, right? Where you you go and get you know. You go and get schnookered and whatnot. Highest attendance ever at a Kentucky Derby, 170, 2015 at Churchill Downs. Yeah, I was going to say, places like that will pack it in. Here's the uh, American college football game record was set in 2016. You may remember this. Do you remember, remember where they played this game? 2016. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Not off the top of my head. It was Tennessee, Virginia Tech. And they oh, they played, played it, it in a NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, was it yeah. Bristol, Tennessee? I think yeah. they played it at Bristol they Motor called Speedway. It the Battle at Bristol. And they had 157,000 people. <laughs> To that game. I mean, Tennessee gets a hundred thousand at, at, at their own stadium. Yeah, Neyland, I think. I think capacity is I, like ninety three or ninety eight or something like that. I thought it was number one. Is it one hundred three? I thought it was them and the Big House. Maybe Beaver Stadium at Penn State. I know. I think the, all three of those are over a hundred thousand. Uh, largest ever Super Bowl crowd. Guesses. Largest ever Super Bowl crowd. Uh, Jerry World. Probably Jerry's World. And if they got a hundred and three in there, I'm I'm assuming I'll, I'll go like one hundred six, one hundred seven packed into Jerry's World. One hundred four, Rose Bowl, nineteen eighty. Oh, nineteen eighty. Yep, they played the Super Bowl at the Rose Bowl. Oh, okay. I didn't. I knew the Rose Bowl had a lot. I didn't know they. I didn't know they went that that deep. We also have pro wrestling. Drawing 190,000 in 1995 when uh, Rick Flair headlined the. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, some sort of. It was at May Day Stadium. Yeah, I remember like the WWF or W, they set some attendance records over the years. I remember like when they did the Pontiac Silverdome, that set some records. And uh, there's a lot of uh, of bros that love their pro wrestling. There is hot attendance talk for you guys. By the way, Buck, to your point, I just looked up like a random, like some of the good teams, like Colorado when they play at Seattle and whatnot, and it looks like to get in the building, cheapest ticket, you're with with service fees, you're over two hundred bucks. Good for that. I mean, that's a great thing for a new sports franchise. That's awesome. That's really good. I mean, it's not great for the casual fan who wants to go to their first game, but uh, yeah, that the fact that they, the demand is that high is a good thing. So everything's sold out, but secondary market, StubHub, and whatnot uh, for like the nosebleeds in one of the corners, one hundred and seventy six bucks. 
and then you know with service fees you're in the the which is always fun thing when you go to buy a ticket. You're like, oh, 176, and then you go to check out. You're like 229, and then the text line telling us that this year's Winter Classic tickets were 500 bucks. So next year's will definitely be more than that. Yeah, considering the teams involved. So I will not be going to the Winter Classic because, uh, yeah, that's not 500 bucks. No, hard. All right, price. Joey Harrington is up next. We will talk to him. Of, well, he's got to bring his list of the uh, top leaders in Oregon football history, and we'll get into Wild Card Weekend. But first, Buck with Sports Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, wild card weekend with Joey Harrington. But before we get to that, do you remember where we left it last week? Oh, oh, oh I do. You just reminded me. Hold on. I got to uh, <laughs> grab my list. Oh, you made a list. Hey, station yes, I made go. a list. I love it. So let me uh, let me bring everybody up to speed here. Last week, um, I provided such a probing question to Joey that he could not answer it on the spot. He had to he had to think about it for a week and then return to the to the broadcast with the answer. And the question was well, Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go go ahead. <laughs> the question was um Bo Nix, leader of men, you were saying how big it was that uh they got that bull win and Bo Nix, you know, is has emerged as this as this great leader and it's great that he's coming back. Uh and then I asked you uh top Oregon player leaders that you know of over the years including right and, and and that was the point was that it's not this isn't the greatest player conversation mm-hmm. right so it's not you know you say who's the greatest running back in the history of Oregon football it's michael james who's the greatest quarterback in the history of Oregon football it's marcus Mariota. like you you can you can list those things off the top of your head 
But when you say who is who is that guy in the locker room? Because the point of the conversation was you got transfers coming in. You got fresh, highly recruited freshmen coming in that are, are walking into a new culture, a new, you know, a, a still a new head coach. Like you need that guy. That's why it, what was the, was the win, you know, impactful in, in terms of, I don't know. It wasn't the college football playoff. Did they get a bowl win? Great. You know, 10 seasons, that, that's great. But what it did, it, in my opinion, what it, it solidified Bo is that, as, as that leader, as that guy in the offseason who is steering the ship for all those new guys coming in to say, just do what I'm doing and hop on board. And had Bo not, A, decided to come back, or B, not – you know, because he didn't play great in the game, but what he did is in the fourth quarter said, hop on, I'm going to take us there. And and that's the type of thing that a great leader does. So, continue. Yeah, well, I, I was just saying, you know, but then I followed up on that. It's like, who who are those guys in Oregon history? And, and uh, you thought about it, you put together a list. Now, I'm sure you're at the top of the list, because you were one of them. You will be humble about this, but I'm sure, I mean, you've even alluded to it. You were one of them, right? You said twenty years, and and I'm I'm farther than twenty years out. Mm-hmm. So I I did not go back on. You. I will leave that to you. You said to go twenty years, mm-hmm. and so that's that's where I went. No, well, all right. I'm gonna be in a stickler okay, for the rules. I, to, I like. I it. didn't really say twenty years, but okay. <laughs> you did. You said twenty years. I but, feel like you, you know, said twenty years. Really? Yeah. Well, you exactly. Know, twenty we, years post Joey, up? right? Twenty years post Joey. Gonna, I mean, it's everything post Joey. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. I don't. Are we think pulling out the red hanky like in the commercial? Like yeah. The red, yeah. Do I have to false start? Well, I, I feel like Rob's upset that you're not on the list. I, I, I think. Well, I think, I think he, you should be on the list. I think Rob is upset that you're going to get artificially snowed. And I did phrase it by saying that you know of either before you, you, or after you. But that's okay. What? What? Let's hear what you got. Okay. So I had to go. Actually, go by position. Mm. Okay. Wow. Um. You know, you, you, of course, Marcus and Justin, you know, Herbert and Mariota, the two, you know, best to, you know, arguably the the, mm. the greatest to play. But I'm going to go with Kellen Clemens mm. as the leader, that locker room guy, that um, who was who was that that type of follow me guy, running back. Um, obviously, you know, Lamichael gets inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, I'm going Dante Rosario. Really? Um, I would go Kenyon Barner simply because of what the example that he gave, right? Think about who you have to be as a person to sit second fiddle, knowing that you could be an All-American somewhere else, you know, what he meant to that locker room. Um, Wide receiver, uh, Keenan Lowe. um, Josh Huff. Um, more recently, I think you can put Chase Coda into that, into that type of, um, role, you know, had he stuck around longer, but that, you know, veteran leadership type role, um, tight end. I went with Farrell Brown. Okay. Um, offensive line, Dan Weaver, Max Unger, uh, Hironis Grasso, uh, Alex Forsyth and, uh, Tyrell Crosby. By the way, a Those lot of guys. centers because, of course, we know the best and the brightest mm-hmm. play the position. Just saying. Well, right. I mean, and, and, and naturally, like, that is the position. Like, that's 
That is the vocal position. You have to have a certain personality, a certain work ethic, a certain, you know, I won't say, you know, level of intelligence, but like there is a <laughs> lot more thinking that goes on at, at the center position. You know, you direct everybody. Um, defensively, um, Brandon Bear, Taylor Hart. Um, Brandon Bear, you know, by the I way, really... was real quick. Brandon Bear was criminally underrated. That dude literally was a. Bear. Oh my god! That that guy does yeah. not get the props he deserves. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, I, you know, I, I, I could, I didn't have the, the, the uh, personal experience, but I always looked at DeForest this way. You know, if it, I feel like DeForest Buckner had that type of pull. And, and I talked to guys who, who played with Haloti, you know, someone who was just immensely talented. And they're like, yeah, on, on the field, that, that guy, you look to, to see what he did. And it's not that in the offseason he, he didn't do it, but he was one of those guys that was just so immensely talented that, you know, some of it comes naturally. I, I think DeForest Buckner, the way he carried himself, had that type of leadership. Um, we, we talked about it a little bit um, with Casey Matthews, a linebacker. Kevin Mitchell was, was one of those guys. Um, you know, Troy Dye. I mean, that, that guy was just – he was an incredible player, but he was – you could tell that, that people just admired him. Right? There was, there was, a, um, there was a, a draw. I mean, even watching him play on TV, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to go, pl- I want to go play next to that guy. Yeah, he had a swagger. Um, he did. He did. Like he had a, he had something that you just wanted to follow. Um, this was an interesting one. And, and honestly, like one of the guys that I think was most often overlooked and frankly, um, I, I mean, I, I love, he was a freshman when I was a senior, I'll get, I'll get to him at the end, but guys for the secondary guys like Jerome McKinley, John Boyette, um, you know, I'm curious. I, I would like to hear maybe from, from other guys, you know, that, that string of Patrick Chung and Jarris Bird and Walter Thurman, um, you know, TJ Ward. I'm, I'm curious if I would be assigning some of that leadership based on just overall awesomeness, you know, like not having that personal experience with them. I'm, I'm I, it's, you know, it's been 20 years of, of this kind of, you know, what are we putting together matrix here? But those guys were obviously incredible. But the, one of the guys that, that never, ever deserved or got enough credit, uh, the credit that he deserved was Justin Finnessy. Yeah. That guy was a leader. That guy was somebody that just did the work. And um, like I said, I had a chance. He was a freshman when I was a senior. and I And I saw him... You know, I, I saw something that was special in, in, in him, and, and that guy was absolutely nails. Well, you yeah. delivered. So yeah. there you go. And I, yeah. I love hearing about that. One, it's kind of fun to, to go back and hear some names maybe that you forgot about. But I, I always – I really appreciate guys like this because, one, I wasn't a good leader. I can't say that I was – I'm certainly not one of those guys. I'm, I'm kind of surly. I, you know, I no just, way. Yeah, kind of leave, leave me alone. I'm just not – that guy and i'm also very hard to uh i'm very hard to 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 get to fall in line and (laughs) i i don't respond well to kind of fake bs motivation so when there were those guys like you said that just you wanted to follow like that hit a chord with me when you said troy die 
those guys that that gave me that feeling, I really admired those guys. I was I was envious of of people that were like that, and the ones that were really really good, um, boy, they did get me to fall in line, and I I have immense appreciation for people like that. I don't think people appreciate sometimes how difficult that can be to to be a leader like that with so many different personalities and so many you know kind of surly dudes like me running around and the ones that were good they just had it and they didn't have to try it was just in them and this this always have my admiration i was i was i was fun hearing all uh, some of those names because it was those are the guys that you it went beyond wanting to play well and it was more i don't want to disappoint them yes right because i see i don't i like if I don't live up to that standard that this person is setting, man, I would be a really di- I, I'd be disappointing them. Yeah. Like I see what they're putting in. I see how much they have invested. Man, if I only invest, you know, seventy five percent of what they're investing, then God, I, I, he's he's probably going to think less of me. Like that's that's not really fair. I guess I better do it. And and no matter what the the you know the reasoning is, they get guys to fall in line. They get guys to to do the work. Um, yeah, I mean, th- those are the guys, and it doesn't happen. It, it's not always the loudest. It's not always the most talented person, but it's those people that put in the work, and they put in the work even when you don't want to, and then even when nobody's looking, and they put in the work, you know, it, it gets noticed. Like, players in the locker room notice, and I think that's what um, fans and people watching it on TV don't see is they see the result of – of what happens on Saturdays or Sundays, but they don't see the nine months of rainy Tuesday evenings in February where it's like, God, I don't want to do these power cleans or I don't want to run my, you know, run my shuttle, you know, my shuttle uh, series this afternoon, but you do it anyway. Um, And I don't know. Players see that. Well, you came through. Good list. That was great. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Let's see if you can do it for another segment. String two in a row. Ooh. Okay. Wild card weekend. I'm ready. Justin Herbert headed to the playoffs. We'll get to that next with our friend Joey Harrington here, brought to you by Mods PDX on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We are back with Joey Harrington, and of course it is Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend, actually, I think is what they call it now. You are correct. And uh, Justin Herbert. Why is it super? Because they added an extra game. Yeah, there's more teams now. More teams. You don't get the, You only get the one by. Yeah, so it's actually bigger, super-sized, you know. <laughs> so the playoffs are one week longer? No. no. There's just one. There used to be the top two seeds got to buy. Now they added the extra right. playoff team, and now the number two seed has to go play the, you know, the last one. Oh, so there's just an extra game. Yes. Yes. So it's supersized. One extra game. Well, actually, there's two extra games, but you know, one, one on the on AFC, side. one in the NFC. Yeah. yeah. Your Seahawks being that last team in. Seahawks and the Dolphins would be the extra. So I'm not sure if we really need that extra game because I think both those teams are 
double-digit dogs, but, you know, I, I suppose miracles happen. Seahawks and Dolphins. Well, if Tua was if Tua was playing, it would be different. I agree. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that Skyler Thompson's yeah. playing. So yeah, it's, we don't even get Teddy Two Gloves. We get Skyler. But Thompson. you know, Geno Smith. You know, you got to <laughs> hand it. Those Seahawks. Geno, come on, man. They traded Russell Wilson, <laughs> and I know you hate the Seahawks just like I do, which is great. But they trade Russell Wilson, and Denver. We all think Denver's going to be great. Excellent defense. New coach dangerous and freaking here the Seahawks are Denver sitting at home and Geno Smith's a candidate for comeback player of the year I mean man we gotta at least tip our cap to that don't we sure I mean <laughs> I, I can tip my cap to that it doesn't mean that, that they're my team or that we should support them as as you know just because they're they're the closest thing to Portland I know I'm, hey, and I'm that there. reminds me of I mean, not, not not like we're doing any horn tooting here, but it reminds me of a conversation we had at the beginning of the year where you said, oh. God, you are absolutely out of your mind. And I said, no, I'm not out of my mind. But what was that conversation? I can't quite remember. <laughs> well, I don't think we said we were out, you were out of your mind. We were interested in your opinion on Russell Wilson. And yes, you, you know, you, were, you nailed him. You were the definition of correct, my friend. Yeah, nailed it. I said there's no way he is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is no debate. That debate but anyway, is well, but you also <laughs> called him out on the thing that I think a lot of people didn't know, and you were right about this, is that he's just a guy behind the scenes that no one really likes. Like, he's really uncomfortable, and he's like the opposite of what we were just talking about with leaders, you know? And you, you saw that, which I think is interesting. Maybe some inside info there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that... I, I think that I've partly lived that experience right mm. i've tried to be that guy that connects in the locker room or i should say you know that i connected in one locker room but didn't in the next and trying to figure out how or why or you know what what the difference is and and it's interesting to hear it was interesting to hear a lot of the criticism or look back at a lot of the criticism that i received when i was in detroit and hearing people say, we just wanted you to acknowledge that things sucked, right? <laughs> like, I would stand up there at the podium and say, all right, we're going to get better. Here's the things, you know, let's, let's keep working. Let's keep, you know, because that's, I needed to keep, I needed to stay positive. So mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, fall off the cliff. And people said, we just want you to be real and say, yeah, right now this sucks. And it's okay to say that. And I would hear Russell Wilson do the same thing and say to myself, oh, I get it now. Hmm. I get it. If I had only known then what I know now. Yeah. Funny how that works. You know, Zach, anyway. Wil Zach Wilson had that too. I mean, remember when, when, yeah. when things were going bad, people murdered him in the locker room, kind of turned on him uh, when, you know, he had a couple bad performances and people asked him, you know, are you, I don't know, concerned about the offense or do you feel like or, you're letting, yeah, do you feel like yeah. you're letting the defense down? Yeah. He's that like, no, was the question. Yeah, he was like, no, no, no not at all. Well, apparently that, yes, didn't, you... that didn't sit well with the defense. Yeah. Just say yes. Exactly. Because you were, <laughs> and it's okay to say that. Like that's, that's the thing is like, it keeps you real, right? It keeps you connected. It, 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 there's this set natural separation between the quarterback position and everybody else, right? There's special rules for quarterbacks. Quarterbacks get protected. Quarterbacks get the money. Quarterbacks get the girls. Quarterbacks get the, you know, like there's, that's just kind of how it is. And when you can show that 
you're a real person just like <laughs> just like the D lineman who puts his hand in the dirt and absolutely throws his face into some 300 pound person's chest every every play like that goes a long way and so it's okay to say yeah I suck today but you know what I'm going to I'm going to work like crazy and I'm going to get better next week but but burying your head in the sand and not acknowledging what is in front of you while while it may be what it, you know you think works best is, is not a good long-term plan let's ride maybe <laughs> can that for a while you when know? did you figure that out i mean obviously it was after a couple, couple, couple weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> watching watching russ. watching russ say let's ride for about the 600th time and thinking like where the hell are you going like what horse are you riding like this is um yeah i mean it it, it took a long it took a long, I mean, it was definitely after I had retired. Um, you know, it, it, it was kind of removing myself from that and watching how other quarterbacks responded. You know, those quarter, and, and Brady does it all the time. He gets, you know, gets up there and say, yeah, I sucked. It was terrible. But then he comes back out and he does it. He does it better next time. Obviously, he has a bit of a leash because he's, you know, he's Tom Brady. But there's a certain amount of it keeps you real. It keeps you grounded. It keeps you human yeah. to all those people in the locker room that just want you to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And fans, they want that too. So mm-hmm. on the Tom Brady front, you know, he's 45 years old. Like, help me from someone who played the position. Help me try to dissect what to make of him right now because obviously he's greatness and all the rings but he's 45 he has not looked very good this year I mean going into the playoffs is that somebody that you would say you just can't count out because he's Tom Brady or should I trust my eyes and say he's just not what he used to be and this is a tough it's going to be tough sledding for him I think both can be they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Mm. I think it's going to be tough sledding, but I also think that you can't count him out. Um, you know, yes, it was only a, it was a very small sample size compared to what the 14 games previous, but you know, they moved a little they moved the ball a little bit in the last couple of games. Yeah, mm. they lost to uh they lost to Atlanta, um, but they moved the football which is is something that they did not do. Look, as much as people want to believe that Tom Brady is superhuman, the guy went through probably one of the most painful things that you can go through in in terms of a a divorce, right? That that was, remember that time that he was missing during training camp when, you know, the coaches were saying, oh, he's, you know, out for personal, everybody's speculating. And then it kind of gets shoved under the rug because every once in a while, Tom, you know, misses some time because, hey, you know, he's old. He gets to take a little time off. Well, yeah, he, his, his family was falling apart, right? He, he was going through a, 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 a divorce. How's that going to affect my kids? How's that going to affect, like, I cannot imagine trying to be an NFL quarterback and playing in, in the middle of that. So at least I do, and maybe other people don't. I attribute a lot of the struggles at the beginning and into the middle of the year to, to, to Tom and, and everything he was going through with that. Mm. Um, that doesn't make it easier coming into the playoffs, but I, I think that um, potentially having a lot of that settled um, 
may at least take that some of that weight off of his shoulders, maybe allow him to focus a little bit more. Um, you know, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, you've played 18 weeks of the regular season of, of pretty average football. Um, but um, it does give me, I would say, some hope that he can come back next year wherever he goes and play at a significantly higher level this year or next year than he did this year. He does have like a supposedly a new red hot smoking Instagram girlfriend. So, you know, that probably, you know, buoys you up in the playoffs a little bit, you know, it's, you like, know, in in the words of in the words of Bill Murray, so you got that going for him, yeah, which is nice. <laughs> now, how do you yeah. think it plays in the locker room? So we're going to watch Justin Herbert in the playoffs, which is exciting. He's just been excellent, it's blast to watch. I love watching him play. Um, but no Mike Williams, though, yeah. But the how do you think it flies in the yeah. locker room that um, Staley played all his starters last week in a meaningless game, and now Mike Williams is out for not just this week, but probably next week too. Does that can that tear a team apart? Like, how do you think they're handling that in there? How would that fly in, in the locker no rooms idea. you were in? I have, I have no idea. First of all, the locker rooms I were in, we, we didn't even sniff the playoffs, so I don't know. You know, that was never a decision for us. Hey, uh, should I play next? I should, should I play next week? No, no, I'm getting ready for vacation. Um, I'd be pissed. I would be too. I would. I would be furious because the difference between. The Chargers and Hurt with both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams healthy. And what we saw of that team during the middle of the season without those guys, it's, it's night and day. Yeah. You know, that was an explosive. Think of, so I believe Mike was, he didn't have a great game the first game of the season. But for those next couple weeks when he and Keenan Allen were rolling, oh my God. I mean, they were on fire. And then they're both injured for a good stretch, what, five, six games there? And that was the that was the time when people started forgetting about the Chargers and they started to lose a bit of their luster and oh, is is Justin Herbert really the quarterback that everybody paints him, you know, out to be? Well well hell yeah he is. You take your best two wide receivers. You're, you know, I, I spent seasons. <laughs> I know what it's like to play with your fifth wide receiver and you know have those two guys that are supposed to be your rocks sitting there on the sideline it, it makes it it makes it hard and for him to still play the way that he did even without those guys and then to have an opportunity for them both to be healthy at the start of the playoffs and and lose mike on a on an inconsequential game that that's that's just i, I don't get it i don't get it at all yeah it's bad all right well hopefully they win because if they lose, Staley might yeah. get turfed. I actually don't think that's a terrible thing, you yeah. know. Because you know, Sean Payton's sniffing around every team known to man right now, and boy, if you're the Chargers, I would love to see. I, I would love to see Sean Payton get his hands on Justin Herbert with with those weapons. I mean, Eckler's quietly had an unbelievable year. You have two receivers, you know, again, the injury problems, but I would just like to see what Sean Payton could do with uh, with the talent there in, in L.A. I just heard that there is a side bet on this game, which has the most curiosity for me. And it may or may not be true. You can neither confirm nor deny the validity of it. But I heard that the losing quarterback has to get a haircut. <laughs> oh, well, uh, that makes me root for the Chargers. I know. Lawrence's cut is... Uh, yeah, yeah, needs he needs to, to cut that. You know, he doesn't have to go like a shaved head or anything, but uh, he needs to stop with the Pantene Pro-V. He needs to clean that thing up. What's the dog that he he absolutely looks exactly like? Looks like an Afghan. 
What? Yes, that's what it is. The yeah. Ascot. Yes. Look at it. You've never seen sometime. that picture? Yeah, no. it's creepy. I got to look this up. Oh my God! Pull oh. it up during the break. The 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 resemblance is absolutely uncanny. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, he does look like an yes, Afghan. He does. Holy cow! <laughs> that is wild. All right. Well, great stuff. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, well, thanks. Yeah. Talk to you. No next more week. lists. No more lists for me. No more homework for me this week. No, nah, we'll let you off this week. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll hit you with one next week. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for some homework. All right, sir. We'll see you. All right, see you guys. All right, that's Joey Harrington. He joins us each Friday here on the show, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. We'll kick off the club with this story, the most unfortunate of butt dials. Hmm. Uh, It's after six (laughs) on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 